This is the Laravel News Podcast, your one-stop podcast to find out about Laravel-related news, tutorials, packages, and more. Here are your hosts, Eric Barnes and Jack Frew. Welcome to the Laravel News Podcast. This is Eric Barnes along with Jack Frew. Hey, everybody. We are going to be talking about the news today and uh, giving you a little backstory on why we created this podcast. Um, Jack, what do you think? Sure. So uh, one of the things that I'm a big fan of is trying to be as efficient with my time as I can. And a lot of times that means listening to things like podcasts when I'm working out or traveling or what have you. Um, so I approached Eric and we, we kind of talked about, wouldn't it be great if Laravel News had kind of a, a podcast format as well? So people who are busy can listen to and keep up with the latest news, uh, you know, while they're doing those kinds of things. Yep. And, um, so this is going to be our first episode, um, Myself, I am very new to podcasting, so this will be my first, uh, first, you know, contributing part of a podcast. So I am learning all about this audio stuff, and uh, and it's it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, but the uh, the plan of the podcast itself is to kind of cover the news for the last week or two, and um, just give you something to uh, listen to Laravel related as you uh, you know drive to work or walk your dog or whatever. Right. Yeah. You can never get too much Laravel, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, what, what, uh, I guess we should go ahead and start. What, what do we have in the news this week? I think you've got actually kind of a big announcement that relates to LaravelNews.com. So why don't we start with that? Yes. Uh, this week I created, well, I guess it was last week. I created a new little links section. It's called links.laravel-news.com. And the goal there was, I keep getting people that, you know, they, they want to, uh, send me emails with, the stuff that they've created and for me to cover it. And what ends up happening is I get, it gets lost in my email. And so, so with this, people have the ability to go and just add the links themselves and then it'll actually show up on the homepage of the site. And I, it kind of puts a bookmark in place. So, so that way I can cover it later as I have time. And then the second feature is it allows me to publicly bookmark everything where previously I was kind of, you know, using these private bookmark services so then at the end of the week, I can go through all the links I've saved and everybody else and pull them out for the newsletter. So it's it's uh, it's going to have a lot of use uh, use cases, at least for me internally. And then uh, hopefully it'll also be be good for the community. That way they can uh, kind of go around the middleman of, of uh, being slow and getting stuff out. That yeah, looks great. Uh, now, I have to ask, did you write this yourself or is this look like a uh, package you got? Uh, it's actually just kind of a straight little Laravel app. I used, um, there's a package called Media Library by Freak Mers, And I use that for like image uploads that are actually not even shown right now. And then I used another package called Taggable, which is a trait you can add to your models to easily add tagging. Nice. And I use bo- both of those for the kind of the submission process. Okay. And everything else is just straight Laravel. Nice. Awesome. So... What are your thinking? You know, what, what are your thoughts on where that's going to go? Is, is it going to like? Do you have to worry about spam? Is there going to be like moderators? Is it like kind of open to anybody? Uh, right now, everything is moderated by me. So as as they come in, they go into you know a, a kind of a holding pattern until I approve them. So far, it hasn't been hit by spam too too much. Okay. Um, the biggest spam, believe it or not, is actually I've had a few on the liking or the rating. Um, so I might end up removing that as, as kind of a ranking signal and go to more of a, 
um, like a social share. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you have to be logged like in that. to like it or does it just take anybody? You do. Yes. Because okay. my theory there was actually too, it would, uh, you know, it would show the total number of people that liked it, but then you could save your own for later if you really like something. Sounds good. And I just have to point out, we've got a guest speaker on the podcast in the background there and that's your, uh, that's your dog. What's your dog's name? Yeah, my dog Gizmo is, is going crazy for some, re- some reason right now. Sorry about no, that. No, that's okay. I think it's awesome. We'll, we'll have Gizmo on to share uh, share his opinions on on some topic at some point in the future, right? Um, yes, he likes to share them. <laughs> awesome. Well, th- I think this link thing is awesome. And you know what it reminds me a little bit of is, uh, you know, like I, I have a regular day job and we have a like a service desk software, right? Uh, and, you know, people always email you and you're trying to keep track of things, but usually, you know, your boss will say, well, have them put in a ticket, right? This kind of, in a way, I think it, it sounds like it's going to streamline that whole submission process and keep a queue of things for you to, to go in and approve. And I see there's already, it's amazing. There's already a ton of stuff in there. Um, you know, thing hasn't even really yeah. been live for very long at all. And you've got, you got plenty of stuff in there. So, yeah, it's, and, and the way it's built, you know, I'm going to use it myself anyway. So, so it's, you know, so it's always going to have a use, at least for me internally, and then hopefully other, others will be able to find value from it as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be, uh, be a, a definitely a nice ad. Um, so let's see. Also in the news, kind of this week, kind of last week, kind of been talked about for a while, is Laravel Spark. Uh, I know, uh, Eric, you know, you and I both talked about this a little bit. Lots to, lots to discuss here. So if you're listening to this now and you haven't heard of Spark already, or, you know, we were just talking how we, we assume everybody's heard of everything, right? But there's plenty of people that haven't. So Spark is going to be like a starter template kit for Laravel. It is something that Taylor Otwell, the creator of Laravel, is creating himself. So this isn't, you know, third party. This is, this is the real deal. And Spark has all sorts of things like user login, uh, permissions, coupons, billing, uh, you know, reports, invoices, all of that kind of stuff. And, and the way that Taylor explained it uh, over at Laracon US back in, uh, back in Kentucky earlier this year, he basically said, you know, it's, it's, it's all this kind of boilerplate stuff that everybody needs for a SaaS app, uh, you know, that you end up having to put together that, that, you know, kills off two or three weeks of your development time before you even get started. And, uh, and by the way, if you're not familiar with the term SaaS, that's software as a service, kind of the buzzword for people who are creating websites that are maybe going to sell, for example, the use of a calendar for $3 a month or something like that. Right. So, um, Eric, I know you've got some comments too, and you found a couple of, uh, a couple of pack. Well, I think it was a package out there an installer and, and there's a couple of articles. So do you want to talk about some of those? I know you wrote one of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, as soon as it was the alpha was released, I, uh, I installed it and wrote up a quick article on kind of getting started with it and, and some of the features that it included. And then from there, uh, Matt Stauffer created Stauffer. Yeah. Oh, that's that how he his says name. his name. <laughs> yeah. He said Al, so Stauffer. Uh, he created a, a pretty in-depth tutorial on it. And then uh, another community member that was uh, Mike Bronner created a um, – a package that way you could install Spark into an existing Laravel app because as it came out, you know, in alpha, the installer was meant to be used only on a fresh install. Sure. And I assume, I assume a, a real installer would for existing apps would come later, but, um, but he went ahead and uh, filled that void. Oh, that's, and, I'm glad you actually mentioned that. that. Cause I, I thought, you know, that I saw that he had an installer. I don't know that I looked at the article close enough to see that it would let you like retro that into an existing Laravel app. That'd be uh, that'd be super useful. Yeah, yeah, it would save some time. You know, you could do, you could always do it manually, just going through the you know the app config folder and and copying and stuff, copying and pasting stuff over. 
but that kind of just simplifies everything. Well, that's awesome. Hey, um, we have a we have a sponsor this week, and uh, I thought I'd you know just kind of mention our sponsor this week is Lara Jobs. And uh, Ian, you know, you probably know those guys better than I do because I think it's you know related to what you do in your day job. Uh, they have a promotion going on right now with uh, with Linode. Do they not? Correct. Yes, you can get a hundred. You can win up to a uh, hundred fifty dollars in Linode credits, and uh, they're also. And that, that's kind of for everybody. And then they also have another special for people, for business owners. If you're looking to hire, you can get 10% off your next job by using the coupon LN. Awesome. Awesome. So 10% off for using LN, uh, the code short for Laravel News, I'm sure, right? And that's yeah. at larajobs.com, which is uh, really kind of the the place to go if you're looking for a Laravel developer because it's the one everybody knows about, right? Likewise, if you're a Laravel developer now, whether you're looking for a full-time gig or just, you know, some extra side work to help put your kids through school or whatever, uh, you know, check out LaraJobs.com. You might find that there's something on there that uh, meets your skill set and is a good match for you. Eric, I was going to ask just for those folks who don't know what Linode is, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Why would somebody want $150 worth of that uh, Linode credit? Yeah, Linode is uh, cloud hosting, and um, you know you can spin up servers for as little as ten dollars a month, and that way it gives you you know real quick access to 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 run your side projects on or to um, to run businesses on. So it's uh, they've got plans for everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Well, geez, like one hundred and fifty dollars at ten bucks a month that, that that's a year's worth of hosting right there. Oh yeah, yeah. It lasts you a long time. Uh, I wanted to touch on a couple other news articles that we had uh, in this last week that might be of interest to folks. So um, I think there was one in there about sharing cookies across subdomains. Did you see that one? Did you did you look into it a little bit? Um, I did look into it a little bit because we actually I actually ran into a problem with with trying to share share cookies. I guess that was like a year and a half ago, and uh, I don't even remember what we did to fix it back then. Um, I, I just ran into a guy on IRC that I was trying to help the other day, and it was like. I, I felt bad because I was talking to this guy on IRC and then like, like the very next day your newsletter came out and I was like, Oh, I could have totally used that. Right. He had the same, uh, the same exact problem. I, do you think there is there anybody who doesn't know what sharing cookies across subdomains means? I mean, there might be some new developers that so we're talking about that. Sure. Yeah. Eric, you had some experience with this stuff. Do you want to tell us about, you know, subdomains? You sound like you had a great example for that. Right. Yes. Uh, so we actually had like a trial subdomain. It was like trial.site.com. And then that's where they entered the form for all their trial information. And then once they hit submit, then it would create, you know, their their real subdomain. And then so what it, what we did was we had trouble with once it created was carrying those cookies over to the one that it created. You can find that on Laravel-news.com under the blog section, depending on how uh, how long ago you've heard this podcast from from, you know, when it is. It seems like that it seems like that blog is like got so much new stuff on it like even now i'm looking for things that are you know i wrote down i wanted to talk about and there's like all these new articles on top right so um but lots of good yeah. stuff on there and, and um, we'll, we'll include them in the show notes too so oh you'll, yeah you'll to hey, show notes there. yeah we could do that show notes of course why not that's perfect um let's see there is another thing here that i thought might be interesting for folks the flexible and maintainable laravel with angular material apps um it looks like is his name jad I'm going to mess up his last name, Jowburn, Jowbran. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Joe Brand. I, I guess we should probably ask these folks before we put them on the air. Uh, anyway, he's got a tutorial on building a Laravel and Angular app. And Angular is uh, kind of all the rage right now. So that's uh, that's always neat stuff to follow. Have you have you done any work in Angular? I have not. Well, actually, I take that back. Lair Jobs was built with Angular. And that's kind of my only introduction to Angular was was through that. 
Yeah. I did just a tiny little bit of kind of like the, you know, the tutorial kind of work just to learn enough about it to say, you know, okay, I've got a little bit of that in my, in my head. If I ever need to get deeper into it, I, you know, I've got enough of a foundation. Yeah. That that's, that's kind of my, my history with it. And then before that it was mainly like backbone. So Angular kind of took over the backbone and then now Vue.js is making a comeback. So it's, it's always something new. Yeah. I think that Vue.js sounds pretty neat. uh, If you're not familiar with these things that we're talking about, Ironically, it's the Laravel News podcast, but we're talking about uh, you know JavaScript frameworks because so much of a developer's work, you know, you've got to you've got to be able to do both parts of it, right? That's you know, kind of where that whole full stack developer comes in. Yeah. Um, but Vue is one that I know that uh, Jeffrey Way and Taylor Outwell have both looked at and said, "Hey, this is pretty good stuff here." You know, Vue is still pretty new, but uh, it seems like it's it's getting some traction. It'd be interesting to see where that one goes over the the next, let's say, twelve months or so. Yes. Anything that simplifies the JavaScript in is is uh, thumbs up in my book. I I agree, and I I hate to say it because I I almost feel like this makes me feel old or whatever. I'm still like a jQuery guy, right? Like I know how to do jQuery, so I'm like okay, that's that's what I'm going to do. I don't know if this is good or bad, but that's what I know. So you know, that's yeah. what I go with. I, I, speaking of old school, I, I was in an app today that was built a long time ago, and and it was still using the own click handlers in you know right in the HTML. Okay. It, uh, it, Bring it brings back the you know the the old memories of before before you were supposed to separate everything out and uh, it just it's just funny how how much things have changed so much over the years. It it, it is funny and by the way if you're listening to this and you're kind of new you know there's been so many talks recently and I think they these people hit a point you know there's lots of ways to do stuff and uh, what I think we all want to avoid is trying to be like, well, our way is better or this way is better. That way is better. There's definitely some things that as you learn in your career, you start to learn, you're like, man, I shouldn't have done it that way. Right. Uh, And I think we've all been there, but at the same time, some of the stuff is so complicated that, you know, if doing it one way is the only way that someone can do it because it's so difficult to learn and it gets them from stage a to stage B, you know, you need those kind of baby steps before you can get to the point where you're, you know, one of these refactoring gods that go in and, uh, and, and just make things, you know, better and simpler. So I, I was really impressed with how many people talked about that at Laracon this year and, and, you know, kind of this focus on it's okay to be, it's okay to be new. It's okay to be novice, that kind of thing. Yes, for sure. All right. Next up, we have a, a new a tutorial written by Mike Bronner, who we mentioned earlier. It's uh, the Diffie Hellman fix. Um, and it's, uh, to prevent logjam attacks on S- on your SSL certificate. Um, and this is specifically for Nginx, right? I don't think this was for Apache. I think this was uh, something that happened on Nginx that he found. Yeah, his his instructions are at least in, Ng- in Nginx. I assume that's the only one that is affected. I am not certain, to be honest. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, well, one good thing, you know, when you look over this article, uh, that's, you know, again, we'll have the links in the show notes, he has a place where you can go test your site. And basically what it is, is you, you put in your site's URL and somebody else tests it for you. Like they hit your URL and tell you about whether the SSL part is any good. So it doesn't matter what you're running on the back end. You can, you can do the test as long as your site is public. And then he does have instructions on how to fix it for uh Nginx and there are clear instructions. There's only looks like seven steps, pretty straightforward. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and then that, and then that same service too. Yeah, once you run through it again, it'll give you a, an overall rating, which is which is a pretty handy service. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's a pretty neat thing. So, uh, what did you say the guy's name was? Michael. Yeah, Mike Bronner. So thanks to Mike for putting that together. Mike, you're uh, you're doing some great work on your website there for Laravel.com. Pretty neat. Yeah. 
And now, it's time for Shameless Self-Promotion. This episode's Shameless Self-Promotion is for Eric. Eric's written a book called Easy E-Commerce Using Laravel and Stripe, along with author W. Jason Gilmore. Their book will show you how to include the Stripe payment platform into your Laravel project. It'll show you how to use Stripe for all kinds of purchases, including one-time purchases, subscriptions, electronic products, or physical products. It also shows you how to use a shopping cart. The book comes with DRM-free PDF, Mobi, and EPUB files for your convenience, and it's just $34 and includes free updates for life. The book is available today at easyecommercebook.com, and it's backed by a 45-day money-back guarantee. All right, I think that's all the news we have for this inaugural episode. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions for Eric or myself, uh, you can you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at Jack Fru, J-A-C-K-F-R-U-H. And Eric, you want to tell people your Twitter handle? Sure. Mine is uh, at Eric L. Barnes. And that's B-A-R-N-E-S, right? Right. And with the ale in between. Well, we look forward to hearing from you on Twitter. And if you, of course, aren't familiar, uh, Laravel-News.com is the website to go to for all your Laravel news. The the centerpiece around this, of course, is Eric's world-famous and super awesome newsletter that comes out once a week. Uh, sign up for it. Eric has never sent me spam ever, so it's it, I, I can vouch for it. It's completely safe, and it is such a great way to hear about what's going on. And, of course, subscribe to this podcast, and you can hear kind of the same news in your earbuds as you're working out or on your way to work. Thanks for listening. This concludes this episode of the Laravel News Podcast. If you like the show, please rate it five stars on iTunes. If you have feedback for the podcast, please email us at podcast at laravel-news.com. Thanks for listening.